Greetings and salutations, all welcome to the Trash Fire of Talk podcast with your host, Skits M. Jones. I am your host, Skits M. Jones, and uh, happy 420, uh, if you are one to celebrate. It is a a holiday that you can carry with you any day. Um, uh, so much to talk about today, so much on the mind, so much to to ramble about the uh I know I said at one point this was not going to be a political podcast it's still not but uh that Mueller report dropped and uh man that thing is wild with how much bullshit has gone down like an insane amount of bullshit uh, that, that led to the, the 2016 elections. Like if you have not read it, um, I recommend reading it. There's, you know, there's so many resources out there that kind of break down main talking points from it or whatever, but like, yeah, the, the, holy shit, uh, impeach this motherfucker like immediately. Um, because even if he was just a patsy, that proves he's a fucking moron and a mark and he shouldn't be the fucking president. Like, holy shit. Uh, but anyway, uh, I won't talk too much about that. Because um, like I said, not a political podcast and I am far from the most knowledgeable person, especially in terms of, you know, when it comes to legal language and whatnot. There are better resources out there. Do your research. Uh, read the damn thing for yourself. It's only 400 something pages and you know, a handful of those are blacked out from top to bottom. So, you know, it's like a novel. It's like reading a really dry, boring ass fucking novel. Um, I need to read more. I really do. I, uh, I've got a whole heap and stack of books that I, I keep meaning to dive into. Uh, I've got the, uh, the autobiography by, uh, uh, Ariel from the the band Icon for Hire that I I cracked into never finished. Um, I've got a few books by Michelle T, who is absolutely fantastic and one of my strongest resources that I draw from when it comes to all the tarot stuff. Uh, she has a book called Modern Tarot. If you're looking to get into tarot reading, that is like the number one resource that I would suggest. Um, what else? I know Neil Gaiman's dropped a few. I'm like way behind on on Gaiman, um, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. I got some comics that I'm I'm dipping into right now. Goddess Mode, uh, primarily written by Zoe Quinn, who, if the name sounds familiar, uh, was kind of the focal point of that entire GamerGate debacle, all that nonsense. Uh, fun little graphic novel or. Uh, it's not a graphic novel yet. It's a, a comic, a series of comics. I think I'm like four ep, uh, four issues in. Um, it's about uh, like post-apocalyptic cyberpunk uh, AI taking over the world, witches in the Matrix kind of thing. It's it's a bunch of things that I get down with. So, you know, I'm happy about that. I love me some good post-apocalyptic uh, cyberpunk, you know, neo-noir nonsense. 
Um, you know, from the classics like Blade Runner to the absolute dreck that is Johnny Mnemonic, which I'm probably going to do uh, a this movie's metal as fuck episode about Johnny Mnemonic at some point. Uh, that movie's great. I want it to be rebooted, but with the exact same cast uh, and just um, updated graphics and, and maybe, you know, adjust a few scenes for... Uh, better reflection on the current state of technology. But, I mean, the cast, come on. Uh, Keanu Reeves, uh, Ice-T, uh, Udo Kier, Dolph Lundgren, uh, Dina Meyer, who can't be up to much because the last thing I saw her in was the uh, uh, animated sequel to Starship Troopers. And it was not great. It was not a great flick. Uh, other than that, she was in Amerigeddon, which features cameos by such stellar uh, individuals as uh, uh, Alex Jones. It's one of those um, you only see on the shelves at Walmart kind of movies. Yeah, hot garbage. If you want to laugh, it's free on YouTube. Don't pay to see that shit. Um, all right, what else can we talk about? Uh, well, like I said, it is, uh, 420 if you are enjoying yourself. I am so ready for it to be legalized just across the board. I know the downside to that is, you know, if you've got your dealer or whatever, they're going to be out of work because the government's going to be able to do all the things. But from what I understand, um, the, the products, uh, that you can get your hands on once it's legalized or if you have a, a medical card currently, um, the, the, the products are wild me. Um, I've always just been a fan of the flower myself. I, I haven't messed too much with anything else. Uh, those vape pen things are wild for me. Cause I, I still inhale with singer lungs, you know, like I breathe deep. And, uh, so like without that burning sensation of, of smoke, uh, can never tell, uh, how much of a hit is too much of a hit, you know, that's, uh, wild. Um, but I mean, it's going to happen. It's going to be legal everywhere. You know, it's, it's, it's just a matter of time. A few more States get that ball rolling and the federal government's going to jump on it and it's going to be taxed to all high hell, but isn't everything like, and that pays ideally for the infrastructure that keeps the world running. Um, Hey, speaking of smoking things, uh, that, uh, Notre Dame fire was, was, uh, pretty hellacious. That's such a terrible segue. It was on fire. There was a lot of smoke. That's where my mind went. Whatever. Deal with it. Um, a lot of hot takes about what to do with that whole thing. You know, uh, Trump, our president, uh, said that the U S would do everything they could to help repair the, the damn cathedral or spire or whatever the hell was on fire. There were like seven, uh, like predominantly black congregation churches that were burned in the U S in like the past month or two or whatever. And the federal government ain't, ain't running around to give them money. Um, you know, there was a, a mosque that was blown up uh, and it's not like we're rushing out to give mosques money. Like this is such bullshit. A Notre Dame Catholic cathedral. Those motherfuckers have money. We don't need to worry about giving them more money. They fucking have money. 
Uh, so fuck them. Let them pay for the shit themselves. They're hoarding a bunch of art anyway. That shit should be in museums, not in basements of fucking palaces that neo-Nazis live in, child molesters and shit like, fuck the Catholic Church. All right, uh, enough about that. Um, what else is big in the news these days? Talk the Mueller thing, talk the church thing. Um, you know what, let's do some personal shit. Uh, I've been reconciling some shit with myself as far as uh, uh, identity and appearance and things like that. Uh, as I've as I've touched on a little bit in previous episodes, I'm genderqueer. Uh, I wish I was just like straight up female presenting, you know, uh, and, and all of that. But that's not the frame I've got to work with, not the voice I've got to work with, not the money I've got to work with. So I'm settling into my own version of just kind of gender fuckery. Uh, and, you know, something that I, I wrestle with is I wish that I was, you know, lithe uh, and, and uh, wayfish and, you know, super femme and all that shit. You know, I, um, I, I joke about wishing I was like Disney princess level femme, you know. Uh, but... Uh, I've, I've been wrestling with myself, like how much of that is just my own internal, you know, beating myself up over the same messaging that like every woman, uh, who's ever been born in this society has, uh, been confronted with of what, uh, femininity is supposed to look like or feel like or sound like or, or whatever. And, you know, uh, I have to ask myself is my internal drive to, minimize myself physically to be smaller is that just a result of you know I've received the same messaging that this is what female is supposed to be and in you know uh recent years there's been a lot of discussion about you know what uh the policing of bodies does to people and and does to our culture and and stuff like that and yeah I I think I totally have been caught up in a lot of that when it comes to, I look at myself in the mirror and I wish I was, uh, smaller. Um, and you know, even if I could stand to lose 10, 15 pounds, I readily admit that. Um, you know, but I also know that I'm, you know, strong as fuck and my cardio is pretty good. You know, the, I'm, I'm, I have to be strong for my job. I'm slinging hundreds of pounds of product around, all day. Um, you know, my, my cardio and my stamina has to be good for the, the performing, whether it's with the band or doing the wrestling thing or, you know, whatever I'm doing, you know, minimum 30 minutes straight performance, you know, moving around on stage, thrashing around, singing, uh, doing that thing or with the wrestling, you know, I'm, I'm looking at like, uh, four hours minimum of being on my feet, being in character, running around, running my mouth. Um, you know, so like my body does all the things I need it to. It's, it's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't say athletic, but I am, uh, uh, certainly, um, not, like brutally out of shape or anything along those lines. And so, you know, when I, when I beat myself up over how small I'm not, 
uh, what, you know, what am I doing? Why am I doing that to myself? And while, yes, it would help me pass as more, you know, feminine or whatever, uh, fuck that shit. Like, maybe I'm just a, a fucking big bitch. Maybe, you know, like, this is the, this is the time for that, right? This is the, the, the body positivity renaissance, you know, and, and as long as you're, you know, as healthy as you can be, uh, and you're making choices for yourself based on yourself, like whatever, whatever the fuck you look like, who gives a shit? Like, um, you know, fuck Ariel from the little mermaid, fuck that shit, you know, uh, tiny little fucking Coachella, you know, she'd be at Coachella, you know, that Ariel would absolutely be at Coachella, you know, if right now between being a mermaid and and stealing stuff from the the land dwellers like forks and using them as combs you know she'd be rocking a bindi or a headdress or some shit that culturally appropriating fucking she was 15 in the movie that's also we should talk about that that's creepy right that's kind of creepy the whole romantic plot of that movie that said uh Fuck yeah, let's be more like Ursula. Ursula bangs, man. That fucking uh, Poor Unfortunate Souls. I know that was my track recommendation not too long ago. That's a good song. Uh, so fuck that. Fuck Disney princesses. Let's all be Disney villains. That's where all the real fun is anyway. Um, I'm, I'm just all over the damn place with, the, <laughs> with this episode right now. Uh, I feel like this is the antithesis of my, uh, wages are a drag episode, which apparently was a little frantic for some people. I was a little energetic, a little rambly, and I feel like I'm just kind of, this might be a good one to fall asleep to just nice, soothing, dulcet tones as I talk on and on about whatever the fuck. Um, maybe that's what my next endeavor should be. Just reading lullabies on tape. I actually used to do that. Uh, for people when I was in the military, there were people I, uh, I knew, uh, in, in my unit who couldn't sleep. And, uh, so I did audio recordings of me reading books or whatever for them to listen to, to go to bed. Uh, cause apparently I just have that kind of effect. Um, I don't know whether that I should be flattered about that or offended, but whatever. It's cool. It's cool. No biggie. Oh, I saw Hellboy. It was, uh, it was good. I enjoyed it. Um, I thought about maybe knocking out another, this movie's metal as fuck about Hellboy, but then I was like, eh, other people, you know, anyone who wanted to listen to a podcast about Hellboy, there's, it's a, it's a new movie. There's tons of new movie podcasts doing shit like that. Um, it was metal as fuck though. Like, uh, it, it, it was just graphic gore and wreckage and, not a lot of, like, all the nuance and subtlety that was in the Guillermo del Toro versions of Hellboy, totally taken out. It's just craggy Hellboy just beating the fuck out of shit. Um, it was fun, though. I'd be, I'd, I'd be curious to see a sequel. I don't think they're going to get one at this point. Um, but I enjoyed it. It was cool. Hopefully it, it finds, you know, second life on, uh, 
digital streaming or whatever. I was going to say like the home video market, but <laughs> that's, I'm betraying my age when I talk about them. Yeah. On, I can't wait till it comes out on VHS, man. I'm going to rock that shit. Um, but no, Hellboy has a special place in my heart though. That was, uh, one of the few movie franchises that like me and my folks were both into. My mom really dug Hellboy. Um, a buddy of mine, my old former tag partner, Brian Fellows, uh, uh, Deho, I might also refer to him as, uh, formerly the chosen one, Dayhawk. Uh, but my, my, my dude, Brian, uh, he does, um, repurposed cigar boxes and shit like that. And, uh, he did a, a Hellboy one. And I don't, I don't know if it's true. I haven't asked if it's true, but there, there was a, a hint that, uh, my mom's ashes are currently in that box. That's uh, something that I may have been told at one point. Uh, so yeah, you could say Hellboy's got kind of a special place uh, for me. Um, I love anything to do with you know old mythologies and new mythologies. Uh, that's why I'm enjoying the 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 show American Gods so much. It's it's so much of a mix of different mythologies and stuff from from uh, Greek to Norse to, uh, you know, various, uh, African and, uh, uh, like South Asian, uh, some Native American, like they, they've touched on so many different deities from so many areas of the globe, um, Egyptian gods and like all sorts of cool stuff. I, I need to, I need to look into the roots of some of them. There's some, uh, like Anansi played by, uh, Orlando Jones, um, uh, formerly of Mad TV and, and I think seven up commercials. Um, that dude's crushing. He is so good. Um, but yeah, American Gods is fantastic. I enjoyed Hellboy. Don't, don't worry about the reviews. If it's still in theaters and you've got some time, like go check it out. It's worth a watch. I thought it was fun. As long as you don't mind, you know, gore and violence and monsters and shit. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good watch. Check it out for yourself. Also saw Shazam. I don't know if I talked about seeing Shazam. Um, that was a fun one. Felt kind of like two different movies, though, if I'm being totally honest. Um, kind of like Hancock in that regard. Like, there's a real fun, you know, comedy in there. And then there's some heavy drama and, you know, just turning into straight-up superhero shit. Um so yeah, other than being tonally inconsistent, I enjoyed it. Uh, so yeah, some movies out. Uh, I'm not going to get to see uh, Avengers on opening night. I thought uh, that originally was the plan, but I've got a booking that night. Um, I'm going to be at uh, Steph's Darling Parlor, which is like a comedy variety thing, uh, at Elbow Room next th- Thursday or this coming Thursday, I suppose it is, uh, got that coming up. Um, and then a couple of Kaiju shows and I talked about them in the last episode. Uh, I'm not going to beat you over the head with all my bookings and shit. I'll just keep you, keep you in the loop when there's some new stuff popping up. And you know, if there's like a day before I drop a podcast, I'll, I'll remind you the details. I hope to see a lot of you out there really trying to make this, uh, me being a performer, a, a job, you know, like, or, well, I shouldn't say a job, a career. I want it to be a career. I want performing to be a career. 
Because truck driving and slinging around, like I said, hundreds of pounds of product is fine. Not what I want to do for the rest of my life. Um, so, yeah. Uh, if you get the chance, come out to Elbow Room Thursday night. Tell them you're there to see me. That would be cool. If you're in the Chicagoland area. I don't know where any of my listeners are. Are you all local? I don't fucking know. Uh, let me know. Hit me up on the socials. At Skits Jones at pretty much everything. Or uh, skitsmjones at gmail.com whatever uh let me know where you are what you think of the podcast give me some ideas can ask some questions fucking whatever um i'm gonna go ahead and take a break and i will come back with uh recommendations and a tarot pull stay tuned and we are back uh all right recommendations time first up i realize i've already mentioned like a handful of movies and some TV and whatnot already, but the actual recommendation that I want to make for today is uh, Fosse Verdon on FX. I know I mentioned it in a previous episode, um, but we're uh, we're a few episodes in now, and it's really good, y'all. Um, Sam Rockwell and Michelle Williams are absolutely crushing it. Uh, I think uh, Kelly Barrett is who played Liza Minnelli did a great job. Um, but I mean, props to, to Rockwell and, and Williams, um, you know, both just on the, on the acting front, but also the, the dancing, the choreography, the movement, you know, cause these are, uh, Bob Fosse and, and, uh, uh, oh God, why am I blanking on her name other than Verdon? Uh, <laughs> Well, I mean, I know why I'm blanking, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but they're they're portraying real people, and they're they're doing a, a, a solid job of capturing uh, those those personas. Um, I love Sam Rockwell. That dude is fucking great in so many things. Uh, has has played so many great characters. Really a fan of Rockwell. Um, but yeah, so check that out. Uh, another quick, uh, TV show I'll mention, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race is very fun. This last episode featured a lip sync for your life. That was, uh, incredible. Um, the snatch game segment was somewhat painful, but, uh, it was fun. I've got my favorites. Um, I might get in touch, get in touch with a, a, a local comic about maybe doing a RuPaul based podcast just do that because i i know we're both watching uh maybe i shouldn't put the cart before the horse mentioning that that's something i might want to pursue but whatever fuck it i already said it so deal but yeah fossey verdon uh gwen gwen verdon i think it's gwen i may be wrong whatever anyway watch the show it's only a few episodes in it's going to be a limited like mini series thing uh, like they did with Feud and each of the like American crime stories are just one-off seasons. Uh, so yeah, I, I, to my understanding, this is one-off season. Uh, so yeah, check it out. Um, all right, music. First off, new music. Uh, gotta shout out Lizzo. Uh, new album just dropped, Cause I Love You. Fuck is, is, is the, the track uh, that I, wanna, I want y'all to go listen to. Um, whole album's great. Uh, Lizzo blew the fuck up. 
Like I, I remember reading, I think in, in uh, an issue of bitch magazine, uh, a few years ago or something about Lizzo and how Lizzo was going to be the next thing. And, uh, I really wish I'd, I'd, you know, paid more attention then, uh, cause holy fuck Lizzo's blowing up. Um, so yeah, check out that new album. It's great. Uh, for an old track, you know what? It's 420. So how about some fucking Willie Nelson? Yeah. Uh, I'm a fan of the track Sad Songs and Waltzes by Willie. I know it's a, you know, it's a bummer of a song. Um, but I, 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 I feel that song. That's one of those inside baseball songs, you know, talking all about, uh, uh, you know, sad songs and waltzes aren't selling this year. Uh, that's a, that's a great line. Cause he's, he's talking to, a uh, an, a lover, an ex lover or, you know, something like that. I, uh, saying he, he write a song all about you. Um, but sad songs and waltzes aren't selling right now. So it's, it's, it's a, a fun little, uh, choice of how to frame that song from a songwriter perspective. So yeah. Um, you know, w- Willie's kind of a, a meme these days. Willie's not even thought of as anything other than just being Willie Nelson, but like, don't sleep on Willie. Willie wrote some great songs. Um, all right. So that's all I got to say about recommendations. Now let's move on to the tarot pull. Uh, today I am pulling once again from the illest tarot deck. Uh, it's by Christy Prokopiak. Um, it's a, a, a cool deck, a lot of uh, great art on that, uh, representatives, real people, stuff like that. And today's card that we have pulled is the Lovers. Uh, it's wild. I actually have the Lovers, uh, the, the Rider Waite deck version of the Lovers uh, tattooed on my forearm, as well as the Rider Waite version of the Hermit also tattooed on my forearm. Um, just based on some stuff I was going through at that time, uh, got those tattooed. The lovers in the rider weight. It's interesting. It's a, a, a representation of the, uh, looks uh, to, to me, it seems to be the garden of Eden. You've got a, a, an angel up above. You've got Adam and Eve. You've got, you know, uh, one tree on fire, uh, kind of like the scorched earth deal. And then one tree that's, uh, got apples and the snake in it, uh, which is the, the lush, you know, garden. And of course the, the snake and the apple and even at, uh, Adam and Eve, even Adam, whatever, they ate the apple, they got kicked out of paradise, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I always find the, the whole Genesis story in the Bible to be real fucking weird. Um, I was born and raised Irish Catholic, so if my little screed against the Catholics earlier sounds like it came from a place, it's because it came from a place, fuck them. Um, but, I mean, it, the earliest elements of Genesis, when they talk about God creating man and woman, uh, it happens twice in the book. Once, both are created as equals, crafted out of clay, and then once is that bullshit with the rib and all that. And, uh, you know, depending on where you go in, you know, 
uh, old apocryphal fucking myths and legends and shit. There, Adam had more brides other than just Eve. One of them was Lilith. That was the equal. Lilith refused to be subservient and didn't want to basically didn't want to bottom in bed, uh, wanted to top Adam and Adam wasn't having it. Uh, so Lilith got kicked out of Eden, wandered the earth, hooked up with, I want to say the archangel Uriel, had some fucking babies that wound up being like sex demons and fucking incubi and all that kind of, or succubi or whatever. Fucking sex demons. Fucking little fuck demons. Um, but that's, uh, uh, a thing that happens in the, you know, depending on your interpretation of the Bible and other texts from that time, the whole, like I said, the Adam and Eve thing, fucking wild. I love the, uh, the fact that one of the first things the Bible does is tell its own story twice, uh, and contradict itself. And it's like, right from there, you know what the rest of the book is. Uh, it's a series of contradictions and fairy tales. Anyway, way the fuck off track right now, way off topic. We were talking about the lovers, the tarot card, and in the Illus tarot deck, the lovers is represented by Liz Fair, uh, sidling up next to Liz Fair. That's right. It is Liz Fair loving on Liz Fair's own self. Um, and, uh, some of the, the notes in the deck, uh, are that, you know, um, while yes, uh, the lovers is about, uh, you know, desire and stuff like that. It's also about self-love and, uh, discovery of self and self-worship. Uh, you know, love, love doesn't just have to go outward. Sometimes that shit's got to come inward. That's a, that's a good message for today. I already talked about body positivity and shit like that. And yeah, self-love, love, love your shit. Uh, you're awesome. Cause you're the only you, unless you suck, in which case, fuck you. Stop listening to my podcast, but you're listening to the podcast. So you're probably all right. I, I, I probably fucks with you. Um, but yeah, so the lovers, another thing, you know, uh, sex, obviously temptation, clearly, um, but it doesn't just have to be about stuff like that. It can be about partnerships, collaborations, things of that nature. You know, maybe there's, uh, an opportunity coming up to collaborate with someone you've never collaborated with or partner with someone you've never partnered with or, or, uh, undertake an endeavor that is going to require more than just you. It's going to be you and somebody else doing the thing, uh, or you and some buddies else doing a thing. And, you know, with this card dropping, like, yeah, look at that. Maybe you want to get in on that. Maybe you want to do that thing. Get in on that ground floor. Partner with those people. See what happens. See what magic there is, what chemistry there is. So yeah, it's not just about lovers in a traditional lover sense, you know, relationships and shit. Maybe it's about loving yourself. Maybe it's about uh, discovering what there is to be loved about yourself. Or maybe it's just about partnering up, collaborating, working together, and that type of role, uh, relationship and what can bloom and blossom out of that shit. You know, maybe it's big successes in your fucking future. You know, who knows? Um, but yeah, right now, if there if there is a draw to another person, uh, pay attention to that shit. That shit's important. Um so yeah, that's your, that's your tarot card for the, for the, the episode. Um, go, go fucking love somebody or love yourself. Um, happy 420.
I'll see you next episode. Keep that trash fire burning. Or anything else you feel like burning today. All right, that's it. Trash fire burning. See you next time.